Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. Zone 607 podcast. And don't adjust your uh, headset listening devices, car stereo, whatever you're listening to us on. I know that I'm not Mike C. Mike C, unfortunately, isn't with us tonight as he has been invited to the snow prom. I hear his date is very lovely and handsome. Uh, we wish him well and hope he has fun in this horrible weather that we are experiencing <laughs> here in Binghamton, New York, once again. For some reason, the weather does not like to uh, cooperate when we're trying to record Horror Zone 607. So this week, my, myself, me, Rich, will be your host with the most for this, uh, this shortened episode of Horror Zone 607, where we're just going to cover some news and keep you in the loop. Uh, with me, back from his sabbatical last week, and uh, with me again is is our friend, the owner of 8122 Production Studios, Ron Hey, what's happening? Thanks for all the emails and good get well wishes. Yeah, there was a ton of them pouring in. We, we have a whole room here right in the uh, studio that is just full to the ankles, worried about Ron's and his illnesses. Uh, it is all good. It was only viral. We're good. You know, you don't have to worry about it if it's only viral. So, uh, like I said, it's going to be kind of a condensed uh, episode this week. We had a bigger thing planned. We we had the what we teased, the triple threat Valentine's Day uh, horror extravaganza that we were uh, kind of gearing towards. It was supposed to happen on Valentine's Day, but unfortunately we got snowed out there. And then, you know, now we're in this position where it was like kind of like a snowing. And then, you know, Mike had this other engagement going on. So uh, we are now uh, just going to do like condensed. Let's get some news in there. There was some news in the horror realm. You know, I know we hit your ear holes on uh, Sunday. Uh, when we put out the last episode, so it's a kind of short turnaround, but there's some things that happened since then. There's some things that, you know, have come up in the world of, uh, horror. So we're just going to touch base on them. Uh, let's just open right up. Uh, you know what? This was awesome. So we found out a little while ago that there was going to be an alien isolation digital series coming. Uh, we found out this was coming to IGN. Uh, you can either go to IGN.com or on their YouTube channel. We knew it was coming. We knew, we were told it was going to be sooner than later. And guess what? Today, as we recorded this on Wednesday, you guys will hear it on Thursday. Today, when we're recording this, a trailer dropped for it. And it was pretty good. It kind of looks like the uh, Alien Isolation game. Nice. Uh, that's kind of like the graphics they use with the digital. It looked really cool. It's, it's, it's a really good story. But here we go. When you guys hear this, if you guys... Tune in on Thursday when we put this out, or if you tune in anytime after, you can go to IGN.com or IGN's YouTube channel as of 9 a.m. on Thursday the 27th. I do believe that's 28th. the 28th. Sorry, look at I'm already off. So Thursday the 28th, so that's when we drop this show. It is going to be up. Nice. On all those platforms, and you can binge watch it because they're putting the whole series up in one shot. Like I said, IGN.com 
or IGN's YouTube channel. Awesome. If you want to know what this is about, here's a little brief synopsis that they gave us. It's been 15 years since Amanda Ripley's mother disappeared aboard the deep space towing ship Nostromo, and for 15 years, Amanda has suspected there was more to her mother's story than meets the eye. So it's kind of like a little mystery in space. If you guys are familiar with the Alien Isolation video game, it makes a lot more sense. Uh, I, I, I thought it was a little decent little trailer. Like I said, it, it doesn't show a ton. It looks like it looks like a video game. But at the same point in Juncture, it also has that uh, cool, creepy aliens feel to it. Nice. So I think I think you'd enjoy it, Ron. I think I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to check that out, and I'll get back to you guys next week, because obviously we, we can't watch it before it comes out. Uh, in the future, maybe IGN will give us something. But right, right now. <laughs> Speaking and staying in the world of aliens, uh, news came out about what Prometheus 2 would have been about. Uh, creature designer, concept artist Carlos Haunt, uh, I hope I said his name right, sometimes you know I butcher names, uh, explained in the first version of what was called Paradise, in quotations, Prometheus 2, Shaw was alive. Haunt told the site, they find her and she's been hiding from David the whole time and she helps them escape. I told Ridley, my wife and mother-in-law, who are strong characters themselves, they love the Shaw character and the actress, uh, Numi Rapace, once again, hopefully I said that right, more than any other characters in the film, and they're not science fiction people, but they like the film because of Numi. I think it was a studio call as to why she didn't return. What a shame. He continued by saying, so in the first version of Covenant called Paradise, she was hiding in the catacombs from David under the city, and the story was that... On her trip to the homeworld, she got lonely and she had David hanging outside the ship. That just tickles me for some reason. She didn't want anything uh, to do with him, but she still had to talk to him. Eventually, she's, she ends up bringing his body in and reattaching him as they become friends during this trip. He ends up having affection for her in a friendship way, so they end up going to the city, and that's when David looks at her and tells that story. Do you trust me? Do you trust that I love you and everything I'm going to do from this point on is because of you, and that's all to protect you? She looks at him and says, okay, yes, I do. So then he turns around and kills all the engineers on the planet. It's his own twisted way of vengeance for her. He kills the planet. She is like, hey, I wanted to talk to these people, but too late. The whole planet is polluted now and everyone on the planet dies. So that was what Paradise was going to be. And after hearing it, once again, I was a big fan of, of uh, Prometheus. Actually, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed we, it. We've had this conversation before. Yeah, we, 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 we always have this conversation. I'm just saying, I, I was a fan. And to hear that, though. I don't know. I don't know if I like that. I don't know. I, I don't know how I actually feel about that storyline. Yeah. I, I would have liked something more or something different, if you will. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. It's, I didn't, I, I mean, I obviously was in an interview, so it's not like you have like the greatest of times to talk about and and elaborate, but it just didn't sound like uh, what I really wanted to to see in that situation. No, it's not what I wanted to see in that situation. I would have liked to see it continue on where she's like being hunted by him. Yeah. And like, he's, you know, finally catch her. I don't want to see a friendship. Like, how do you forgive the dude? Like, honestly, like you, you strap him. Like when you fly off the planet, you strap him to the side of the, so you can talk to him. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, hey, it's. I guess if you're lonely, you're lonely, and you'll talk to whoever. Get a, get, get a volleyball and freaking <laughs> just draw a little face and call him Wilson, and you're all right. Uh, Wilson is so upset, so upset. <laughs> he's still, he's still out there. He's still Wilson. out there. You gotta love, you gotta love you some Wilson. So we just got kind of big news this week. Also, they just dropped. You know, I think the other day actually is the first time I saw it because you posted it. Uh, to our little uh, group, and that was that Hellboy 
which is coming out now on April 12th, 2019. They pushed it back, yep. did some reshooting and stuff. We saw that first trailer. We all thought it looked amazing. It looked violent as hell. Yeah. So this was no surprise to me. It is being said that David Harbour is pushed for it, and now Hellboy will be getting an R rating, yep. and it will be getting it for violence and gore. <laughs> so if you saw that first trailer and there was a lot of hints of violence and gore, but yeah. you know it didn't, it didn't really take you there, guess what? They're taking you there. Yes. I, I'm super excited. Ron, how do you feel about I'm, that? I'm good with that. I'm I know you're. That. I know you're a fan of uh, the the Hellboys, yeah. if you will. So I, I feel like that's right up your alley. So another movie that got pushed back, and it doesn't have an exact date. It's still hopefully coming out here in 2019, possibly 2020. Is Rob Zombie's uh, uh, trilogy, the third part of the trilogy of uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, if you will, Three from Hell. And uh, he just posted a picture on his Instagram over the weekend and uh, with a caption, recognize this man? It's Chaz Bono, one of the many bizarre cameos in Three from Hell. And it got people wondering, well, what the hell? Wow, Chaz Bono is in Three from Hell? Like, they're going to start drawing all sorts of lines? This is crazy. Like, the, the, it's, the world is your oyster at this point, Juncture, people. <laughs> this is like uh, Sharknado. Where everybody just wants to be in a cameo above it, so he's just like, "I'll put you in. I don't care." Well, here's the thing: he said there's many more, but he doesn't. He doesn't tell. It does say it's going to be released later this year, but once again, there's been also talks. There's no solid date. Uh, so the movie is uh, coming back: Sherry Moon Zombie, Bill Mosley, and Sid Haig reprising their roles, uh, obviously. Uh, but they do give you some of the people who are in the movie. I'm going to give a couple of names out that are the ones that are really are to, to me, but it, that doesn't mean it's all the cameos. This just means who they're announcing. Danny Trejo, which is amazing. And what what what, else, what is he not in? You know, let's be <laughs> I honest. I hope he shows up in his taco truck. Uh, D. Wallace. Also, Tom Papa. That one I was kind of fun. That was that was a Blue, fun one. I I didn't really think that Blues th- Travelers. Tom Papa. No, no, oh. no. Tom Papa, the comedian. You don't know Tom Papa? Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. I know. Right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. You were thinking about John Popper. Yeah, that's, that's no, all right. No, no, no. It's, it's Tom Popper. Popper the comedian. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You were out there saving the streets of Binghamton, brother. You, you get a pass. Stupid me. Stupid me. You get a pass for that. I know what you're talking about. I know what it is. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, Tom Papa. But, you know, who would you like? If you had to pick. You know what? We're going to do something we don't do on this show. We do it on our other show, Three Fat Nerds. Let's 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 do a top three right on off the top of our heads. I'll let you go, or do you want me to go first? Top three cameos you would like to see in Three from Hell. Now, mind you, it could be as ridiculous as you want to go. Uh, Val Kilmer. Okay. Uh, 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 Oprah Winfrey. Okay. And uh, uh, I'm gonna put Doctor Phil in that. Doctor Phil in there. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's what I want to see. All right, I got LeBron James. <laughs> I've got. Uh, a, a guy that we're going to talk about in a minute, Tom Savini. Okay. Because I, I, I'm hoping no. he's doing something in that movie. And number one, because he's a friend of ours, and we've interviewed him, and I love him. And he is the white <laughs> Danny, Trey. Danny Treu, Courtney Gaines. Yeah. So Courtney Gaines, Horror Zone alum, uh, and friend of the show. I, I would love to see him in it as well. <laughs> I feel like the, out of all of our lists... Courtney Gaines is probably the most likely. Maybe yeah. Tom Savini. Maybe Savini. Yeah. Which brings me into Tom Savini. Tom Savini's got a new tabletop 
coffee table book, if you will. You know, yep. so if you guys don't aren't familiar with coffee table books, because I know you know maybe we have some younger listeners. They're the big, they're bigger books that have a lot of pictures in them. Uh, there is still words, but they have a lot of pictures. Yeah, it, it was just for something to put on your coffee table when coffee tables were a thing back in the day, and a centerpiece, a talk, a talking point. Yeah. People would like leave like pay, their favorite pages open when guests would come over and stuff. And, and uh, Savini is no stranger to books. He's uh, put out two, uh, Grand Illusions and Grand Illusions Book Two. This one is just being entitled Savini. It is a, it's a coffee table. Okay, there's no date announced, but they Tom Savini himself has said that this gigantic coffee table photo biography will be the most intricate story of his entire career. Uh, the cover, or I don't know if this is the cover or not. It looks like it looks like a, a cover, but it could just be a treatment. Uh, shows him with the two head, the heads of the uh, oh, yeah, creature yep. from uh, Creep Show that he yep. created. Uh, there's Leatherface on there. There's stuff from Dawn of the Dead. There's of course the the Jason as a child, the original, the Creeper from Creep Show. Yep. Not not to be confused with the Creeper from Jeepers Creepers. Yep. There's so much cool stuff on here that uh, you know I was very muchly digging. Uh, I, as you know, we love Tom Savini. And Tom Savini loves our stuff because he is—he is actually uh, likes some stuff on our our, yeah, our awesome. Twitter page. So. I like it. Uh, we do, but we love us some Tom Savini. So I'm very excited, and that will probably be making its way into my house, whether my wife likes it or not. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. I feel like that—that that is, if you want something to talk about, think about that. Tom Savini on your coffee table. Some of those pictures are probably pretty graphic, but. It'll definitely start a conversation. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely start a conversation. And speaking of conversations, you know what? We want to hear from you guys. You know, if you have any thoughts or any ideas or anything that you want to talk about what we talked about or anything you want us to talk about, we throw it out to you all the time. Hit us up on Facebook, HorrorZone607. While you're there, like our page, share our page, you know, rate and review our page. You know, we, we always love that stuff. Help us out with that algorithm. And, of course, you can always uh, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at HorrorZone607. For all of our social medias to join the conversation, use the hashtag HG607. And most importantly, you can also go to 8122productions.com where you can stream and download all of our shows and also check out some awesome reviews that Mike C has done already for the site as well as some cool stuff that we're going to be having in the future. But, hey, contact us. There's also a contact link there as well. So I say, Kevin, we want to hear you. We want to conversate with you. We want to know. We want to put our pulse on what you guys are thinking. But we're going to take a really quick break. And when we come back, we're going to do a little bit more news in this uh, condensed episode of Horror Zone 
Welcome back to the zone. And uh, we got some more news uh, before we call it a night. Uh, let's just dive right into this little tidbit. This came. Uh, this is a story that's been developing over the past couple days and uh, has got a little more uh, today. But it looks like Aquaman actor Yaha Abdul-Mateen II, he played Black Mana, if I butchered his name, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, is in talks to play Candyman in the uh, upcoming Mia DaCosta sequel slash remake to Candyman. Uh, first of all, how do you feel about that? I thought he did a great job in Aquaman. I'm fine with it. Um, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I think he'll do fine. Say it's work. Uh, you know, it's it's Candyman. I mean, I think we need a new one anyways. Right. And it got a little deeper today because yeah. Tony Todd took to the interwebs and said that uh, he blesses this. He says, yeah, he thinks this kid will do a great job and uh, to carry it on. Nice. So that's awesome. Got to love the stand up guy that Tony Todd is. Of yep, course, yep, he's yep. a horror icon. We oh, love yeah, me yeah. some Tony Todd. I wouldn't have been mad if Tony Todd returned. Yeah. But, no, uh, you no. know, go with a new younger. Yeah. Get, get, get a feel for it. Um. He also, you know, rumor has it that uh, uh, he's uh, for the upcoming Aquaman sequel and sequels. Uh, Black Panther is always going to be a secondary villain. All right, that's so, cool. So I mean, that's pretty cool. They have that going. Job security, bro. No, no, I just think I just thought that was something like well, think great, about great information. Job security. No, it's great information because job security. You got job security in Aquaman, yeah. and if Candyman does well, which he probably will, there's a franchise there. Yeah. This guy's going to be in two franchises paying him. So yeah. good on I, I like you, it. brother. Good on you. And I like, like I said, I like him. I think it'll be great. Of course, as you got also know, uh, the Candyman uh, remake slash sequel, however, because they haven't really kind of left it in the air, is being produced by jordan peele nice so you know there's always that well they could they could pull the bumblebee and say it's a soft reboot and then wait see how it does yeah and then go yep it's official this is reboot boom go yeah yeah well i like i said i, I would assume it's a reboot but yeah. you never know if you could want to play it as a prequel that's the only way you could really do it but then you'd have to do a timepiece. so i don't know it depends on what they want to do i'm excited because jordan peele when he touches stuff is turning to gold like i'm super excited for april 1st yeah to see the tw first two episodes of twilight zone it's making me want to buy another streaming service which <laughs> they're getting out of control people speaking of streaming services getting out of control uh it's been reported that an animated gremlin series is in the works at warner media yeah i didn't say that wrong warner media is going to be a new streaming service platform once again do we need more of them we went into on this on three fenders so i'm not going to go on yeah. the whole rant if we don't need more streaming services but i'm very much happy for this show they already uh, have one it's called dc streaming <laughs> i know just go dc slash wb and just put everything on there or wb slash dc whatever you own both i i agree with you and uh the series will follow a young mr wing and his adventures with gizmo i thought it was wong I don't remember. I don't either. I'm just going to go by what Mike wrote here. So if Mike was wrong, you can send all your hate <laughs> to Mike C uh, at HorrorZone607. Uh, I'm just throwing that out there. Guys. So, so I can't remember the guy's so name. How old is Gizmo? I don't know. It looks like it's young. Uh, he's a young Gizmo. It's a young Mr. Wing or Wong or whatever his name Wing is. Wong. Wing Wong. <laughs> <laughs> I just I feel like it was Wong. I could be wrong. I, 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 I don't remember. And I can't, I can't confirm if it's a typo because Mike's at that uh, snow prom. <laughs> so I don't know. So Man. we'll just have to wait until next week when he corrects me because he's probably yelling, <laughs> oh, in he's, that, he's yelling he's at yelling. his radio right now that I got it right or wrong. <laughs> right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I could have helped making the joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I joke. I joke. I kid. I kid. 
so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I love the, the Gremlins. Uh, I've always been a fan. Uh, we did kind of talk about this a little bit on yeah. 3FN. Uh, I do hope that they go, like I said, they're uh, more like, I think because it's animated, I want to see it more as uh, Gremlins 2, yeah. the new batch. So more comedy based. Uh, not saying that I wouldn't be happy with a horror base, but I just don't. I don't know how it's going to work in. A, how does that? How's it going to work in an animated short or series? Sorry. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Like, cause he gave you all the like, is he learning all the rules himself? That's why he knows them. Well, it, I would assume so. Or so or, is it going to be slapstick? Like, eh, should have fed him. Eh, should have yeah. got him wet. Eh. Yeah, that's that's. I don't understand. I don't know. I the story, please. Well, you know what? That's a good uh, thing. We'll check it out when it comes out. Yeah, uh, there was no release date as of yet. Uh, we do know it's happening because we do know this is what it looks like. This is the first thing uh, announced for Warner Media because I never saw the name before that. Yeah. Once again, I'm with you 100%. WB should just go DC WB Universe, and you already have it. Why? Yeah. You know, because DC Universe as a pay streaming site, yeah. you know, is is it would have it would help. Yeah, you already get, you're, you you get what, you'll get both sides of it. What are you paying for DC Universe, anyways? Uh, I did the jump on the seventy five dollars for a year for the like the first year. Oh, okay. So you did, it's you like did 14, the whole... it's fourteen ninety nine or something. That's um, a crazy amount of money. It's a little pricey. That's, but I, that's why I did the whole. It's not. It's not as. It, it's not as cheap as Shutter at four ninety nine a month. Oh no, or Netflix. I once again I want to point out that I do not get paid by Shutter. I do not get paid by Netflix. <laughs> I do not get. Like, Although Netflix, I heard is uh, possibly going up. Yeah, it probably is. But, but you know what? I would pay. You know what? I would pay fourteen ninety nine for Netflix. I'm not even bullshitting. I mean, I actually I might be because I might have I have two accounts on it. Right, right. But so I'm just saying, I, I, that I is. first of all, I got grandfather. I'm sure you did too. I got grandfathered in for like two and a half years. Oh yeah, that's right. That's I, the, at the yeah, nine, yeah. when they raised the price originally, I was still paying seven ninety nine for like two years. While they're, I was paying, I was paying ten the, bucks. While the I other was, jabronis were paying nine ninety nine. I was paying, I was paying ten bucks because of the two, the two. Oh, because you had the two different ones. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh has. Okay, so no, but I, but I was paying seven. Well, so you just got to deal with them. But yeah, I was paying seven ninety nine. So you had the same thing. You yeah. got grandfathered in. So it was like two year, two and two and a half yeah. years of paying seven ninety nine while everybody else was paying nine ninety nine. So hopefully, if they do jump Netflix in the future, <laughs> I get grandfathered in for another couple of years and just make me even more happy with the Netflix company. Uh, speaking of companies out there, we have. Uh, have you seen the uh, Google Pixel three ads with Scream and Psycho? I missed that. I, I've been busy at work. I checked them out. They were just kind of, it, I mean, it was kind of cool. I, I'm not going to lie. Okay. They're kind of like uh, plugging like what you can do streaming wise on the phone, if you will. Okay. Kind of like I, kind I of showing off okay. what the phone looks like. Really great. Gra- you know, the right, right, right. Okay. I got you. So then using them as. Okay. Yeah. So they're using them in little like things, but it was kind of fun to me that they use Scream and Psycho. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> like, honestly, if you were like, well, what are you going to use to show off and kind of, you know. I would have done a little different. Yeah, okay, I got you. Okay. I I just happened to miss it. Type it into YouTube, Google Pixel uh, 3, and you can kind of see the ad for yourself and make your own judgment. I just thought it was weird that they went with Horb. I'm not complaining because I like me some Psycho and I like me some Scream, but it was just kind of strange. You know what did really well at the beginning of this year that I I didn't see coming? I really didn't. My Uh, cholesterol count? Oh, hi <laughs> No, no. Besides that, it was uh, it was Escape Room. Uh, that took off. It did a huge box office this uh, January, which is surprising. Uh, but with no surprise with that gigantic box room, as we have, it's been announced, Escape Room 2 is already in the works. It was announced that it will release on April 17th, 2020, and there are talks of it being the next big annual franchise a la Saw. So, uh, yeah. 
I, I have no problems with it. It's easy. And your group of new kids, whatever you want to do, you can link in. The, you can link in the stories together, or just be something different every time. Right. Like Final Destination is. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, it's just a horror flick. Uh, you know, escape, escape room works fine. Like, it, there's it, so much you could do with it. You could yeah, just change it, it up all the time. I agree with you there. Like, like, I was really hoping they'd do another Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> but, yeah, I was too. I like Cabin in the Woods. But a I think lot. I think the production value in both of them are a little different. And Escape Room is probably a little bit cheaper. Probably, but I'm I'm just saying I love Cabin in the Woods because uh, it was like the most unique story that yeah. I had been told in a while. Yeah, especially in that line. So you know that's. Hey, I'm not upset about it. Hey, there's a lot of big franchises. We kind of oh, yeah. talked, me and me and Mike C touched on it last week. There's a lot of big franchises going around that are going to yeah. become, you know, horror is definitely making the comeback. I mean, obviously, Halloween's uh, a revamped franchise now. We know we're going to have getting more of those coming out. You know, uh, Happy Death Day. Obviously, we just had Happy Death Day to you come out. I'm assuming that's not going to be the last one. I'd be surprised. Blumhouse has gotten the rights. Uh, you know, you know, it's it's all about making it for the Universal Dark. Uh, universe and uh the first one blumhouse will be doing is the invisible man oh nice so they're starting on a different character i love that they're starting on the secondary characters i really yeah, i do no that's fine that's, it, a, that's, that's easy well because you don't have to you don't have to give the history history right like, like if you do the invisible man like it can Invisible man story can be modern day's tale right so that's a little bit easier than doing like the mummy or well here's the thing you stay away from the mummy, first of all. Well, that's, yeah. just, that's just bad. That's bad news. Just wait until they have the combined movie to put the mummy in, okay? Yeah. That's my opinion. But I like how you're going to... If you start off with a secondary character and work your... How I would do it was you do secondary character, do a great story. Then do a main event character. I don't care if it's Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman. One of those three, because those those are the main event characters. I think then saying, I would do Creature of the Black Lagoon, just because my own personal needs. I, I want to see Creature. I think I think you do Invisible Man. I think you go Creature of the Black Lagoon. Ooh. Then I think you pull in Dracula or Frankenstein. I think you stay away from away from Wolfman. Oh, you stay away from because Wolfman. Too. Wolfman's a little hard. Like I like that can be a modern telling too. I I got gotcha. you. My question. Is do you think the Blumhouse will pull the trigger on when they bring them all together to a massive movie doing Monster Squad? <laughs> they should. I'm just saying, like a modern Monster Squad. Yeah, that'd well, be phenomenal. That, that's be what it. Is. I mean, that'd be what it is. I mean, I don't want Tom Cruise anywhere near it. Oh God, no. <laughs> I don't want Tom Cruise near freaking half the movies. In. Of course, Blumhouse is also being rumored to be the producers of the possible uh, Friday Thirteenth reboot. That LeBron James has something possibly to do with if it ever gets approved. Really? Yeah. That's interesting if, to me. If if it ever gets approved. Let's be honest. There's still a lot of fighting. Oh, no, right, I, Victor, I, I, although Victor Miller uh, was just quoted this past week as because uh, the lawsuit is ongoing. Uh, Victor Miller was just saying this past week that uh, he, wants, he wants another movie to come out because he wants what the fans want. But he has to take this piece of business has to happen first. So, okay. So I don't know, like you know, but the fact that they're talking—I mean, I know the lawsuit's still going on—but the fact that they're they're still saying, "Hey, this could still happen." With this year's the idea, mm-hmm. that's great. Uh, that that means things are moving forward one way or the other. I mean, it, like, and of course, it, the Freddy as, reboot's getting talked about too. Uh, that's with Robert England though, because he said he'd play one more time. Right, right, right. So right, yeah, yeah, that, I, that one, I think they need to rush because it's not like Robert Engel's getting any younger. I'm just throwing I, it out I there. I think you do the like we've talked before, where oh, you yeah. do you do Freddy's different for everybody. Passing the torch, it, but, so you can set up. You know, I'm just saying, yeah. so you can set up a world where you don't have Robert Engel. Yeah. 
So you, I agree with you. You have yeah. to do a little tricks. And then, and then you do, do your one your one of or close of like somebody that looks kind of like Robert England in the makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not – even if they act a little different, like you, that that's be the first Freddy that you that – you, like, you see Robert England obviously is Freddy 1 and going through doing stuff. And then like the first morph of Freddy would be – Someone that's really close to Robert England looking like... Well, with, with, and with then the you modern, switch them all the way down. With modern technology in in, uh, in actual practical makeup and in CGI, I don't see there a reason why you can't make a mask or you could, you some could, kind of like there's, mixture of mask and well, digital to look like Robert England. I'm well, just saying. You, well, you can. And here's the sad thing. If Robert England's been an actor for many years, with everything that he's been in, you could probably just... CGI, CGI the whole thing. Then I'm talking going all the way back to V... Oh yeah, you but, you have voice tracks. Yeah. So basically, what you could do is is the same thing you did with uh, Peter Sellers. Yeah, you could do it. You could do it easily. Like you know, do you want to go that way? I, I, I it depends on how bad well, you want to keep. The you know what? Out. Here's the thing: uh, if it's the only thing the fans are going to accept, I, I say, why the hell not? Oh yeah. I I just want the damn movie. I want oh, yeah. I want a reboot of the franchise, no, especially after Blumhouse did an amazing job with Halloween. I feel like they should just be the the curators of the whole horror catalog, if you will. I'm not saying all new ideas, but let them reboot a bunch of shit. Let's call it a day. What? Uh, well, what about this? Okay, you you get your Universal monsters going, Dark Universe going, and start movie by movie. You start rebooting halloween you know in the, in the slasher the slasher yeah, right but you get friday the 13th and nightmare, nightmare on elm street. street and Candyman and all that stuff on this side and, and possibly that, scream because there's a there's a talk about space well. whatever yeah. uh, like in then all of a sudden your your combined movie is old versus new oh ooh, that would be so good that would be so good <laughs> but i just don't see the classics winning that i'm just throwing that out there i well, actually, I see the classics winning all day because you already get Freddy out because nobody's sleeping. <laughs> yeah, but no, 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 no Dracula. The, the matchup there is going to be Dracula and Freddy. Oh, in that's the true. Dream World because technically during the day Dracula has to sleep. That's true. So you have that. You got to have that oh. battle. That's going to have to be the battle: Dracula and Freddy, Frankenstein versus Jason. Because oh. I feel like yeah. you got to go Goliath and Goliath. Oh. Michael Myers in the Wolfman. Yep, I'm gonna. Uh, Creature of the Black Lagoon going up against Leatherface. Yeah. Uh, Invisible Man versus Ghostface, because I think that'd just be comedy gold. (laughs) Comedy gold. Imagine the comedy gold. I I think we're just... However, haven't we kind of had, like... Remember when Freddy was the Invisible Man in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5 because they ran out of money in a kung fu scene? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, technically... Maybe maybe Freddy's still the Invisible Man. Maybe that's a twist. Ooh, what a twist! Ooh, what a twist! <laughs> the whole time, Freddy Krueger's the Invisible Man. <laughs> Son of a, yeah. No, I, I, there's so much you can do with it, and I, I really, I really would enjoy some of that stuff. Like I said, some of that stuff is rumor. Some of it hasn't been through yet, obviously, but some of it is kind of out there. I mean, I'm just going off on the limb, and I, I, I would say you let Jason Blum do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, I'm with you. Because after, let's be honest, we've seen his work. Purge is an amazing franchise series. Yeah, it, Happy Death Day is its Purge own. Purge just freaks me out because it could happen in real life. Right, right. Happy Death Day is becoming a great franchise. And this was what I, what I was talking about with Mike because you weren't here. I was like, you need to keep that as a franchise because you need a lighter tone because you're going to bring in the Universal Monsters and possibly these slasher movies that you're going to be remaking. You know, yeah. Even if you don't get the other ones, you're still doing Halloween too. Yeah. You know, so... 
you have the serious stuff over here, and then you can have that as your comic relief. Because uh, even the Purge, the Purge is a serious franchise. You know, it, it really does take itself seriously. So you have that one funny one. I would have uh, originally, I would have been like, hey, get the rights to the child's play, but that's already happening. So they don't have the rights. Somebody else is doing that. So now you still get, because that's more of the com- comic yeah. relief in that world. So now with Happy Death Day, that franchise, I feel like keeping it a franchise and going that comedy Groundhog Day route is great. I'm I feel like this. Maybe, and you know, you, it won't even get old because you could change the cast. And Happy Death Day, eventually you could just change characters. Like, they've they've solved their, this loop, and then it goes and somebody else. So kind of like a Final Destination, if you will. So every movie, sometimes there's a little crossover, but, you know, that's how you could explain different characters. So you could really keep it alive forever, let's be honest. That's awesome. I like that idea. So I, I just think there's so much that could, could be done, and right now there's so much cool stuff in horror. And it's definitely a renaissance period for horror movies. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I made the joke last week. I think it's, you know, they always say that, you know, in weird political war times and stuff like that, horror is always top because it's, yeah. you know, kind of like takes you, you know, it's kind of reflecting what's going on in life, but also kind of taking you away from it. So, I mean, I feel like uh, somebody should give a little note to Donald Trump. Thank you for bringing back horror. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's my political there, statement. Don't crucify man. me. Oh, I oh, oh, you could call him Cheeto man. Cheeto. Cheeto man. <laughs> I mean, if he comes, if, if if he if he doesn't get reelected, man, we could put him in a couple, uh, a couple films. I'm surprised they haven't done a Donald Trump mask in the Purge yet. I think they're just staying away from it because he's actually <laughs> waiting until it's done. Yeah, I, that'll be the first. That'll be definitely. Or at least somebody just paints themselves orange. <laughs> no, I, th- I think there'll definitely be a ma- mask is if after he's out of office. I think they're just waiting for that. Oh man, I love the Purge. And I love that TV show, which, once again, coming up, uh, I think it's next fall. Woo-hoo. I do believe it's coming back in the fall. So I can't wait for season two of that, man. So much going on, man. There's, there's so there's much a lot going, going on. on. We, got, we got a lot to look forward to this year. This show is going to be getting busy soon. Because, I mean, in the next little bit, we got uh, uh, the Pet Cemetery remake. Yep. And then, you know, obviously, we have uh, Brightburn. And uh, you know, throwing it in here because it kind of is Godzilla versus uh, Godzilla oh, yeah, yeah, Monsters. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. still a, it's a horror kind of thing. We got uh, New Mutants, possibly, yeah, possibly. It's film though. But you know, Three from Hell, possibly. Yeah. Definitely It Chapter Two in the fall. I really hope that it's lies that I've heard about It Chapter Two. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and then on top of that, you have all these other like smaller movies that are coming out that we'll be shining lights on because there's a lot of cool stuff coming out. So I can't wait to kind of get into everything and. This is going to be a good year. I think it's going to be a good year for this show especially. But what do you guys think at home? Do you think it's going to be a great year for horror? Do you agree with us? Do you think that Blumhouse should just get all the titles all the time? Because I think they should. But maybe maybe you don't. And maybe you have a thing. Is there anything you want us to talk about? Hey, we haven't thrown it out there in a while because nobody's taken us up on it. If you have a bad or good, or however, whatever horror movie that you would like our very own Luke to review, he will seriously review any movie. I don't care what it is. I don't care how ridiculous it is. I don't care about how horrible it is. I don't care. He'll review any movie. Put it right on our Facebook page just so you can see it, just for you. If you want to just throw it out there. The way to do that is simple. Go to HorrorZone607 on Facebook. That's all you have to search. HorrorZone607. Like the page. Share the page. You know, help us out there. Or, if you want, you can go over to Twitter. We're on Twitter and Instagram, 
at HorrorZone607. Use the hashtag HC607 so we know that you are part of our conversation because we want to talk to you. And of course, I can't stress it enough, 8122productions.com. Go to the HorrorZone607 page. Go ahead and uh, you can stream our shows from there, download our shows from there. Also, you can uh, read some of the reviews that Mike C has done and I'm going to be doing some in the future. And there's a whole bunch of stuff coming out while you're there. You can check out other 8122productions uh, offerings, the Three Fat Nerds podcast that both me and Ron are on, or 3FNW, the wrestling show that both me and Ron are on. If you are into those things, check those out while you're there. Also, go to our Friends of the Show uh, page where you'll see such things as as like uh, our friends over there at uh, the ODPH. You can check them out. There's a link right to their website right there. Also, uh, there's a sponsor page for some of our sponsors and our our music sponsors. I know we haven't done it in a while, but I would like to thank uh, Jimmy Gazdick for his band, Crimson Brethren, who provides the music during the breaks. Pretty soon we'll be getting his new band, Floodland. Uh, they'll they'll be doing some of the music. I hope uh, to get that from him soon, so we can play that for you guys. Get you a little bit of new new, awesome. new takes on there. So I uh, thank him because we don't do that enough. I always forget at the end when I'm pitching because I'm shilling. See on three FN, I have a shill master and <laughs> our buddy Derek, aka Diesel, aka Big Natty Cool. But here I have to do it myself because usually I'm the co-host and now I'm the host and I've got all this other pressure on me. I got all the pressures. So I want to thank Ron for being here tonight. Also for keeping uh, the streets clean and people safe. And uh, want to say uh, to Mike, who's at the snow prom, hope you make it out all right, buddy. Definitely a handsome date you got. And uh, we hope to have you back next week. You know, I, I don't know. We're, we're kind of <laughs> cursed, but we don't know what next week brings. I, I, I said that it's going to be happening. I mean, we are recording later and everything just to make this happen. And uh, so for, for me, I'm Rich. Thank you guys for listening to the Horror Zone 607 podcast. See you. Hear from us next week. I don't know. I don't like that ending. See, see you. Hear you next I was week. Say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. I, I just Ron. I don't. I don't normally sign off for the show. I know. Like, normally, I say. Normally, my catchphrase is "Later, nerds." Right, and then but, I, then we go around the room. Yeah, Mike, just but Mike does, a, does the little sign. He just out. says, "See you next week." So, oh, oh, that's how you end it. Okay, so let me try this again. Okay, everybody at home, forget that I said any of that, and you heard any of this. And here it comes again. Thank you for tuning into Horror Zone 607. I'm Rich. See you next week. Thank you.